I would say my number one recommendation for anybody who is either in the industry or looking to get in the industry is to listen to the customers because they'll tell you what you need to do. And then looking at opportunities, I mean, you know, look around, what, what opportunities do you have? Welcome to the Be Epic Podcast, brought to you by the Sam M. Walton College of Business at the University of Arkansas. I'm your host, Brent Williams. Together, we'll explore the dynamic landscape of business and uncover the strategies, insights, and stories that drive business today. Well, today I have with me Austin Albers, uh, who is president of the Buffalo Outdoor Center uh, in Arkansas. So, Austin, thanks for joining me today. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Well, um, really looking forward to learning more about Buffalo Outdoor Center, just, you know, your involvement in tourism in Arkansas. Um, but first, uh, you're you're a graduate of the University of Arkansas and the Walton College of Finance. Uh, I am. Major, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 2008. Well, um, I, I hope it was a great experience, and uh, I know you've created great networks from it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, the University of Arkansas was definitely a, um, a great time in my life, and it was a great experience all the way around. Um, you know, a lot of fun, but then also great education as well. Well, tell me a little bit about, about you, you know, and just sort of like where you're from. And, you know, we know, you know, spent some time at the college. I think you spent some time in the finance industry and the mm -hmm. transportation industry and have been at Buffalo Outdoor Center for close to 15 years, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I, a uh, um, little back history. I mean, I actually grew up on a big horse ranch outside of the Ponca area over by Buffalo Outdoor Center, uh, about you know five miles away. Grew up on a horse ranch. Um, always told people that my parents were born a hundred years too late because we did everything with horse-drawn equipment and people thought we were Amish. So it was kind of fun. But um, so this little piece that most people don't know about me. So grew up there. Um, left, went into aviation, and uh, went to flight school at Spartan School of Aeronautics, and then um, transferred to the University of Arkansas uh, and entered the Walton College of Business uh, with a focus on um, finance. And so graduated from the Walton College of Business with a, with a bachelor's in finance and um, immediately went to work for um, Edward Jones. And this was in 2008. And so tough that, time to be in yeah, finance. Yeah, it was a, it was a great experience, <laughs> a very humbling experience. I'll tell you that. So, um, and then, uh, advanced from there, um, you know, left there and went to work for JB Hunt and then, um, eventually moved over to the Buffalo Outdoor Center, um, started going over to the Buffalo Outdoor Center and, um, in 2009 and just working on the weekends, helping out and just, mm -hmm. to just to get pack into the outdoors, which was a huge passion of mine. Well, uh, for, for those that may not know, um, well, one, if you haven't been to the Buffalo river, uh, you're certainly missing out. It's, it's certainly a treasure in Arkansas, but maybe start there a little bit about the river and, and maybe some of the background of the company. I know you've helped really grow it really fast. I think you've grown the product offering fairly significantly. Love to hear a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So the Buffalo National River was America's first nationally protected river. It mm -hmm. was it was nationally protected in 1972 from being dammed. 
and um, there's a lot of history there and, and a lot of information on that but um, it was nationally protected by the National Park Service and so as a national river it is operated by the National Park Service but it is not a national park it is a national river mm-hmm. and so there is land on both sides of of the river that is owned by the National Park but it um, or by the National River but it is like I said it's considered a, um, a national river the Buffalo Outdoor Center was founded in 1976 by a gentleman named Mike Mills. Mike um, had a passion for the river. Uh, as a child growing up, he would go to the river with his father, and his father was a military man, and so the only time he really got with his father was on these trips, and they would go paddle, and his father would fish, and Mike would paddle him down the river. Mm-hmm. And so he grew this passion for paddling the river, and specifically the Buffalo River, um, and so in 1976, um, he, he, um, he founded the Buffalo Outdoor Center. Uh, he had moved to Ponca before that and ran another outfitter for a little while, but, um, then decided that he was going to you know, start his own. And so, um, with his passion, um, they founded it with, uh, five canoes and an international scout. <laughs> and that's how they would, would shuttle people and, and would put people in the river. And so obviously uh evolved from there it became the first log cabin resort in the state of arkansas in the in the late 80s and then um, from that we've just continued to grow to what we offer today which we've got a wide offering from 28 cabins to lodges a large retail store a deli gas island we've got canoeing kayaking rafting zip lining uh, Arkansas's longest downhill mountain bike trail system. We have backcountry aviation, so we have people will fly into a, to a backcountry airstrip with their own aircraft, and we've got uh, lodging on the airfield where people will stay there. We provide them with a jeep to where they can go explore and adventure, and then uh, we've also got an RV park, you know, too. And so mm-hmm. people bring their RVs and come and camp and stay and go out and do anything from hiking to fishing to to like I said canoeing kayaking rafting um, the Rocky Mountain elk uh, were reintroduced in the early 80s back to the Boxley Valley and back to that area um, we uh, we traded trout for elk uh, with with Colorado and and brought them back and so that herd has continued to grow and so in the fall they're, you know they're really out and about and you'll hear them you know bugling and and in rut you know which is a very neat experience you know, for this part of the country and then also you've got the fall foliage so you know a lot of people out to experience you know, that as well but again anywhere from anything on the river to hiking to biking um just even even rock climbing you know right there in the area as well with horseshoe canyon is a big draw and so um, fishing, you know, fishing is mm-hmm. good on the Buffalo as well. Mm-hmm. Well, one, you know, I see, I see your hat, your Arkansas yeah. hat. And, you know, it just reminds me of the great things happening around outdoor recreation throughout our state. And I'm particularly excited about just the, it seems like the increased focus, not, mm-hmm. not only in Northwest Arkansas throughout the state on, um, making Arkansas a destination, you know, for people yeah. to experience the outdoors. But when you think about the growth of Buffalo Outdoor Center and what's happening in Arkansas, what parallels do you see? What uh, what synergies do you see? Yeah, so um, 
you know, like you said, you know, there's an increased, you know, focus on outdoor recreation. Um, you know, our current governor is, is really pushing, you know, outdoor recreation. The first gentleman is as well. They've created the, um, the natural state initiative to really focus and look at opportunity zones, look at opportunities that we can, can really help take outdoor recreation to the next level within the state of Arkansas and compete at the top. Um, and that's one thing that, that our focus is, is as a state, what are the opportunity zones, you know, where are we at? And, and, you know, you kind of hit on it a minute ago with the Buffalo National River being, you know, one of the state's crown jewels. The state of Arkansas is a crown jewel from the standpoint Mm -hmm. of outdoor recreation. And Mm -hmm. I mean, we are the natural state. Mm -hmm. And so there are unparalleled opportunities all across our state to, to get into whether you're, a student looking at, you know, becoming an entrepreneur and starting a business or looking for something in the hospitality or outdoor industry, you know, as far as a career outside of, you know, know, once you get out of college, there are so many opportunities. And within that, I mean, you may be an entrepreneur, you may be working in finance um, as, as a controller for an outdoor company, you know, whatever it is, you may Mm -hmm. be connected with that, you know, with the outdoor industry or the hospitality industry. And so, with that, I mean, from, again, from rock climbing to fishing to hunting to paddling, um, you know, even ATVs, um, you know, there's there's so many great opportunities across the state. Aviation, uh, backcountry aviation, we've grown that, you know, that area that most people don't realize how many backcountry airstrips there are mm-hmm. in Arkansas. And we've got people coming here from Idaho and Utah and Florida and Texas, pretty much everywhere to come fly and experience, you know, the Ozarks and even Arkansas in general and, and all it's got to offer, you know, from the air. And mm-hmm. so that's something that's, that's really growing as well. But the increase in the state, just, just the push for entrepreneurism, um, and just really helping, um, empower people to, uh, get outdoors and then also create those experiences to share them with other people too. Mm-hmm. And, and I, you know, I tell people that all the time, it's, you know, we're in the business of, of providing and creating experiences yeah. and, and, and memories. And so those experiences are what, people go home with and that's what they remember and, and, you know, want to come back or share with their friends or, you know, whatever it is. And I hear it every day, um, you know, over in the Buffalo people show up and, you know, for their first time and they'll go around and, you know, their comment when they come back is we had no idea this existed in Mm -hmm. Arkansas. Yeah. And so, you know, I think what's interesting about the Buffalo outdoor center that honestly I didn't fully realize, um, was the breadth of the offerings, you know, Mm -hmm. so you're, mountain biking you know certainly i've always thought of of the paddling i've yeah. thought of fishing um back you know uh backcountry aviation uh talk a little bit if you will about how you've developed those products you know and um you know how you how you understand what the customers are going to want from you what kind of experiences they're going to want yeah absolutely absolutely so you know, a big thing for me is obviously I, I love the outdoors. I love to travel and I love to, to experience things. You know, so having those firsthand experiences is, um, is one thing. But I would say my number one recommendation for anybody who is either in the industry or looking to get in the industry is to listen to the customers mm-hmm. because they'll tell you what you need to do. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if you have people that show up, and, and I'll use this as, an, you know, as a perfect you know, example um, for 25 
30 years, we had people walk in the door of the original store that was there. It was a small building. It was built in 1962. It was the Tippy Canoe Cafe. It's a thousand square foot. But we'd have people walk in and they'd always ask the same questions. They'd say, where can I get gas? And where can I get something to eat? So when I built a new store, I put in a deli and I put mm -hmm. in a gas island. By so, the way, the food's pretty good. I know firsthand at that deli. Yeah. So, so again, it's listening to your customers. Yeah. You know, that's a big thing. And then, and then looking at opportunities. I mean, you know, look around. What what opportunities do you have? You know, what is it there that's attracting people or that people want to experience? Or what could be an offering that people don't even know exists? Mm -hmm. And you know, you know, another example, um, the Zipline Canopy Tour. So we put in the first um, canopy tour within the state, True Canopy Tour, and we learned about it by traveling. We were in Costa Rica, mm -hmm. and we experienced it there. And, and then um, a leadership group that we're involved in, you know, we all discussed it, and we started putting them in. Mm -hmm. and, and, again, it was creating those experiences, but then also getting out and seeing what, what are things that people may, you know, enjoy or, you know, what's a way to – incorporate the environment that we already have mm -hmm. into an experience. Mm -hmm. And, and so again, even with our zip lines, I tell people it's a, you know, it's a eco tour, it's a comedy tour and it's a zip line <laughs> experience. And then at the end of it, it's an ATV experience because they load you up in, you know, in ATVs and bring you back to the mm -hmm. top. And so, um, people love it. And again, it's those experiences, um, you know, the guides on those, you know, experiences are what really makes the difference. And mm -hmm. so that team, whether it's at the front desk, whether it's, you know, the guides that, you know, our guys at the river who are, are putting, in, you know, you have the guests, you know, on you, whoever it is, they're the ones at the end of the day that really make that experience. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I've often, you know, told people and, you know, in job interviews, you know, I'd ask them, you know, the question, you know, what is it that you think we do here? Mm. And, you know, a lot of times people would come back with, well, you rent canoes or you rent cabins or, you know, you do zip lining or mountain biking. And at the end of the day, it's, we provide experiences and we create experiences. And so that's, that's the focus is, is taking that world-class experience to the top. And that's the focus, not only at Buffalo Outdoor Center, but across the state. Yes, I, I totally agree. You know, um, <clears throat> we're, we're fortunate here to have all of these natural assets. Um, you know, and, and when we have students increasingly coming to the University of Arkansas, you probably know our enrollment has grown tremendously, mm -hmm. you know, over the last several years. Uh, for many, it is an opportunity to really get outside, may, maybe for the first time or, yeah. any, or, you know, or a significant experience, maybe even on their own. Yeah. Um, so when you talk to, you know, think about a student moving uh, to the U of A, or maybe it's somebody moving in, you know, from one of the coasts into Arkansas for the first time, and they want to kind of get their foot in the outdoors. How, how do you guys help them do that? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, uh, you know, information is key, you know, and so, you know, helping them understand what's out there. And, you know, as students are moving in, you know, there's a lot of you know, a lot of assets, you know, social media is a big one. And mm -hmm. that's where people go to, to, you know, to find the you know, information about the area, about the offerings. And so, um, you know, one of our big focuses is, you know, is painting the true picture of what's there. Mm -hmm. And, and we get compliments all day long about people just didn't realize that Arkansas was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, as a whole, I mean, 
all across the state. It is beautiful. There's different, you know, it changes as we go, but there's different offerings all the way across the state that are unique, you know, whether it's the Delta or, or the Buffalo National River, or even, you know, here in Northwest Arkansas and the mountain bike trail systems, you know, there's, there's, you know, so much here, but even rivers and streams, mm-hmm. you know, they change, you know, too. And so different experiences across the state. Um, so, you know, with that education, getting, you know, getting them introduced to the outdoors, helping them understand the best first step, mm-hmm. I think is important you know, too, because you can get somebody in trouble if they're not experienced or ready to experience, you know, a certain um, activity. And so, mm-hmm. you know, being able to paint the picture accurately, being able to teach and, ex, you know, and, you know, and explain to them is very important. And, and, you know, you know, with that, I mean, obviously at the University of Arkansas across the state, you know, we've got a lot of diversity here. Mm-hmm. And so we've got, a, you know, a lot of ethnic groups that are coming from areas where they're not used to getting outdoors. You know, they're not mm-hmm. used to the outdoor, you know, recreation and they love it. They want to do it, mm-hmm. but helping them understand the risk, but then also the opportunity and what the best way to do it is to, to be able to create that positive experience. Mm-hmm. You know, when I, when I think about the outdoors and I think about Buffalo Outdoor Center and many of the other um, uh, business participants, I would say, in the outdoor recreation economy, I, I, think, I think there's at, le- at least two that I can think of ways where it really is going to affect us in the future from an economic development standpoint. And one thing you just said reminded me of that, you know, people moving in, to the area, they haven't had a chance to experience the outdoors like you can in Arkansas. That makes this place pretty sticky. Um, But then also tourism, which you've mentioned in the past. So just as you're thinking forward for Arkansas, you know, for your business, of course, but for Arkansas more broadly, what do you you think we're going to see in that respect? So a big focus is quality of life. And so again, people moving here, you know, quality of life. So the cost of living, the opportunities as far as, you know, as far as jobs and, and education, but then also the experiences. And so, you know, with that, um, that, you know, those experiences are going to increase quality of life. And, Mm -hmm. and, and so, you know, from an economic development standpoint or from an economic standpoint, you know, when you have quality of life and, and that's what a lot of people really, I think, realized with COVID is quality of life is really important Mm -hmm. and being stuck at home in the middle of, you know, a high rise building, you know, for, you know, weeks at a time isn't, isn't fun. And so, you know, we're seeing a lot of people, you know, relocating from larger cities and, you know, different, you know, areas and, and the re, you know, they're relocating because of quality of life. Mm -hmm. And, and so, you know, with that, you know, there's opportunity zones for uh, entrepreneurs. There's opportunity you know, zones for just employment alone. And and with that, those experiences that anybody can create mm-hmm. and, and build a business on will continue to grow. And mm-hmm. it, it's going to help the economy in the state of Arkansas and, and the overall picture. People are going to continue to see Arkansas you know, taking a step above and, and climbing that ladder of, of, you know, we are, you know, outdoor recreation, you know, we are that state, you know, we are the natural state. Absolutely. I could not agree with you more. And, and maybe I might dive in with you on, um, on one specific area and that is paddling. You know, mm-hmm. it seems to me that, um, it seems to me like there's, there's growth really going to happen in that area in, mm-hmm. in our future. I mean, from, of course, what, what you're doing on the Buffalo River, 
Um, there's a, a park that's been built in Siloam Springs, I mm -hmm. believe. And yeah. what momentum do you see there in our in our economy? Just um, just like I was explaining with with regards to quality of life, um, the paddling industry is an industry that is is changing too. It's evolving. It's continuing to change. Um, you know, thirty years ago, people would go get on the river rain or shine it didn't matter if it was freezing or or 90 degrees people were going and that's changed a lot over the last you know 30 years um you know a lot of people aren't interested in being out there if it's a nasty day and so you know with that that's really kind of defined the direction of paddling to a point but we also deal with um you know the weather so whether we have rainfall and you know with the buffalo national river again it is all based on rainfall there's no dam there's you know there's no tributaries at the top to feed it it is its own you know tributary and and as you go down i mean there are other streams that feed in but you know so the further down the river you go you know the longer you can paddle but from a standpoint across the state, I mean, you know, you've got the Whitewater Park in Salem Springs, you've got the Illinois River, you've got um, several rivers in the bayou, you've got, I mean, there's opportunities all the way across the state for paddling. Mm -hmm. And uh, from a state, but then also a region, we are focusing on opportunities to really look at locations where where we can add in more year-round paddling versus mm -hmm. just specifically seasonal mm -hmm. and so adding access is you know dealing with with property owners um, we're working with the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission you know we're working with um, you know different individuals from across the state um, who all have the same uh, priority and, and desire to help grow that and so there's going to be a wide a wide opportunity for getting out and paddling and it's from whitewater to leisurely floats and mm -hmm. and you know floats through a bayou or through a through a swampy area to to experience how you know that but the rivers around here are just gorgeous and the streams are gorgeous um mm -hmm. you know and, and they all have something different to offer too mm -hmm. you know if you're you know on the you know down on the mulberry or, or you're on the king's river you're on the buffalo river you're on the illinois you're you know again you're you're traveling around Every river is different. Every you know, you know, every experience is a little bit different, and they all have different challenges as well. Mm -hmm. You know, um, <clears throat> might sort of shift gears on you uh, just a little bit. We've talked about our students, you know, in terms of getting them outdoors. Uh, uh, I think increasingly uh, more are interested in working in the industry, mm -hmm. uh, and um, that is one thing that at the Walton College that. We're standing up programming, allowing them to get experience around the outdoor recreation economy to see if it is a place where they could apply their skills. I'm, I'm sure there's some unique opportunities and some unique challenges to try to work in that industry. Yeah, there are. Um, you know, with that, it's it, it in the hospitality industry alone or the outdoor recreational industry, it's a seven day a week you know, operation it mm -hmm. you know you don't close that the doors you know friday at five o'clock and go home mm -hmm. it's a seven day a week operation and so it takes someone who understands that hey i may have to work on weekends um or i may have to work you know later in the evening i may have to you know work early in the morning you know it's a it's you know it's a year-round 365 day um you know operation from 
the overall picture. Now you can do certain seasonal industries. You can do, you know, like for us, you know, paddling is a seasonal thing. You know, we only paddle the Buffalo on the upper district where we're at typically March, April, May, and June. And then the rest of the year, it's too dry. Every once in a while, you may get a, you know, a a summer, you know, downpour that eventually will bring the river up or even in fall, but it's pretty rare. But there are other rivers where, you know, you can still paddle pretty much year round. And so, you know, part of that challenge is going to be defining, you know, what you want to do, uh, you know, as, you know, you know, in your career or for an experience, you know, are you okay with working on weekends? Are you okay with seasonality? Are you, you know, okay with, um, uh, the hospitality industry? Because that's really what it all ties into mm-hmm. as well. And so, you know, whether it's lodging or restaurant or, um, all of that ties into, into outdoor recreation as well, because those experiences, whether, you know, they're going out and experiencing, um, an adventure, you know, for a day, um, doing a guided trip, you know, there's a guide company here in Northwest Arkansas called 37 North, and they mm-hmm. do a lot of guided experiences and you can go do a guide experience, but then you're coming, you know, you're going to eat lunch or you're going to eat dinner or you're going to go to, you know, you know, go have a drink or something, you know, with your buddies afterwards, like there's, there's different things that all come into play. And so it, it depends on, I mean, it's really a broad industry. That's why it's the number two industry in the state of Arkansas. And, and there's a good opportunity. It can become the number one industry in the state of Arkansas is because it, it really is broad as far as what you can do and where you can go to work. And two, from the standpoint of, I mean, even somebody with a finance degree can stay in the financial side of it because with every business, as you understand, there's, I mean, it takes HR, it takes, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, 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 it takes benefits. It takes, um, um, you know, finance, you know, like there's a wide range of what goes into operating a business and, mm-hmm. you know, small business is going to have fewer people, but the, the larger the business is, then you're going to have, you know, more of those people fulfilling, you know, those roles as well. Mm-hmm. Well, something you said made me think of, you know, again, going back to your background and maybe centering and concluding on our students. Um, you know, you started in the finance industry, you, 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 you worked in transportation some, you pivoted, and it seems like you're in a spot that you truly enjoy. You've enjoyed growing the business. You told me you've added technology to the business. But just as you reflect over the last 15, 20 years, um, and as you think about our students and what advice you might give them, what's kind of a couple of nuggets that, that you've learned that you think um, that you think one of our students could benefit from? Absolutely. So that's a great question. And, and there's a lot it's and it's, and it's evolved over the years, um, in leadership, I always go back to this one nugget that I just reflect on, but, um, in, in, in any situation, always be slow to react and quick to praise. Mm. And there's a lot of, I mean, just when, when you're, when you're working with people, when you're working with guests, employees, um, whoever it is, you know, processing what's going on before you react is important just because you just never know who you're dealing with, what Mm -hmm. the situation is. Um, I learned that actually from my finance background. Um, and, and so with that, just, um, you know, reflecting on that, but then also follow your passion, you know, for most of us, you know, we get out of high school and we go to college and, and we, we might graduate college and we still don't know what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And, and I, you know, I went from aviation to, 
um, engineering to finance and like kind of went around all of it. And now I'm in the outdoor industry. Do I use it? I use it all. Mm-hmm. But it, at the end of the day, I didn't know what I wanted to, to, to do until I got out there and started experiencing it. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, it's the people, it's, it's the working with, with our guests that come in the door every day and seeing the transformation on them from their experiences. And, you know, customer service, because we are in the customer service industry, um, customer service is a big thing and there's a wide range of customer service. Mm-hmm. And so dealing with people and you're fixing that problem, we're dealing with people who are on vacation. Mm-hmm. And so getting mm-hmm. to deal with people who are on vacation, they're excited. Mm-hmm. You know, you see their stress coming off. You see them, you know, creating these experiences with, you know, with their family, with their friends. Mm-hmm. And so there's a, there's a fulfillment there that you receive from, just helping create these experiences because you're helping someone better themselves mm-hmm. get a break, step away from whatever their stresses are in their daily life and experience you know, something fun and, and, and exhilarating. And not all experiences are perfect or great by any means, mm-hmm. but they all come back with a story at the end of the right. day. So, well, I love your, I love your real intentional focus on customer experience and creating those experiences and leading your team that yeah. way. And, couldn't agree more about, you know, when you can in the moment, slow down, right? You yeah. know, and, uh, and assess and not react quickly. That was a great yeah. nugget. Yeah. Well, Austin, I really appreciate you uh, coming in and joining the podcast. Uh, we're thankful for you as a Walton College alum. So thanks for joining me today. Absolutely. Glad to be here. And thanks for having me. Thank you. On behalf of the Walton College, thank you for joining us for this captivating conversation. To stay connected and never miss an episode, simply search for Be Epic on your preferred podcast service.